You're watching and listening to the Fat Bidding Film Club and I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shelly Busan. And uh, as usual, every week we watch a local film and we review it. But we're not doing that this week. We're not doing this week. This week is part two actually. Last week we started reviewing... KL Gangster Underworld. That is on iFlix. It's a mini-series, six episodes. We reviewed the first three. And it's great. It's great so far. Now we're going to review the second three. Huh. Right? And uh, we'll see if it's great till the end. Uh. Hopefully. Uh. So, yes. Let's go. But the TV is inside. Oh. Okay, so we, we have completed watching KL Gangster Underground. Underworld. Alright, uh, uh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we said everything in the first review already. And it, it still stands, still la. It's, it it's still is, the same. Um, yeah. Um, nah, watch the first review and then watch this review. Or you can watch this review and then watch the first review, the first half. Uh, and you get a better picture of what we think of the whole entire show, I guess. Mm. Uh, so what do you think? What, what, what's the second thing about? This? Obviously, it's a resolution. Uh, right? The second half, yeah, it's basically uh, more set up and then the climax and then a resolution. But it is setting up for what I think is potentially a second, second season. season. Because they let... But you're not going to do no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of new things that come out in the last 15 minutes of the last episode and it's like just when you thought he was out they pull you back in <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's quite it's, it's still really brilliant it's mm. like that still stands the yeah. feminism in it is damn strong in the second half because the women are really like kicking ass like shit in it uh, I like Nabila Huda now she's much I feel like out of everybody in the series her character Nabila Huda's character of Shamin is the most uh, developed and the one that evolves the most because she starts out um, very two-dimensional but then she slowly starts progressing because of the things that happened to her and at the end of the series her character is completely different from when she started out yeah. I really really like that I love that I love her character progression which also in the end made me kind of love her character um, there are still a lot of two-dimensional characters in the show that don't really evolve from what they are. Like Elena in particular, her character doesn't evolve at all. Well, her I character feel. is the typical damsel in distress. Uh, not so much. She is not so much a damsel in distress, but um, her character is basically just like that. There is no growth in her, in her character really. Um, but she's... I guess that's that's what she's supposed to be because it she seems to be constantly referred to as the key she's the key to whatever and she's the key to whatever so I feel like maybe she's just meant to be a tool la, in this maybe in the second season yeah. maybe the, because uh, I, I compare her to what's that you know Pearl Harbor the movie mm. Pearl Harbor Beckinsale Kate Beckinsale character Beckinsale's character was a damsel in distress yeah. and she did nothing but nurse people mm. and that was what Elena does. More or less. Yeah. Her hero gets hurt, she stitch her, sews him up. The prostitutes get in trouble, she tries to help them. You know? Uh, but but 
I guess they're still trying to keep it open with that key thing. Uh. Yeah, uh. she is not very developed this this round lah. So uh, if there uh, is gonna be a second season. I guess like. it will be exciting to see what she becomes. Beetle Kushari is consistently sad and emo. Hmm. Things are just not really working out for him and oh my god when he cries my heart break day Peter Kushari is brilliant in this. Azhar Rani is also brilliant in this okay it's so great that he gets all these like come at me quips and he's just so like rubbishly good like oh my god he's just so good I love it I love I love it. I think Azan Rani like I said yeah. in the first review like I said in the like I said in the first review Azan Rani's character Hello Just got back from school Say hi Hello Hi Just got back What's from school What's your name? Athena Okay, now go away You like Kaikung and Nipo Go say hello So Azan Rani's character is Like I, I'm saying that over okay. uh, Like in the first review I said it Reminds me so much And I think that it is also actually modelled after uh, 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 with the fishes. No, good fellas. Uh, not, sleep, not, not, not godfathers. Uh, oh, no, good fellas. Uh, of uh, what's it? The guy's name? Oh my god! Ray Liotta, yeah. right? Ray Liotta's character. The way he laughs, the way he makes his jokes, to his his one-liners is so. And and because I love godfathers. Uh, sorry, good fellas. Good fellas. Because I love good fellas. Azan Rani and and Azan Rani really performs. He right. performs. Yeah, like, he does well. Wow. Right? He does well. Um, overall, I think all of the cast here performs really well. Like, very, yes. <laughs> except for Nabila Huda. Look, Nabila Huda's character is great. The character, okay. But I her performance is not so good. She is one of the worst in the show. <laughs> which is actually quite good, actually. Which is actually quite so, good. Yeah, it's Nabila just that Huda, compared to everybody yeah. else, she just sucks. If Nabila Huda and this Izati Abdullah are the weak links yeah. in the show, mm. we're telling you that the standards are actually quite, quite high. high. It is quite high. Quite yeah. high. Like everybody is so convincing. Vito, Zahiril so Azim. Uh, Zahiril Azim is like some kind of new MVP. Like, Look, wow, he has dude. a vlog. Zahiri Aziz has a vlog. We're yeah. going to link his vlog. I'm going to link his vlog. Everybody got to subscribe to his vlog. We've been religiously watching. Because I make it, I, it makes him feel so relatable to me. Yeah. He's like such a normal he guy. Cute, la. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're going to say about the performance that they, they were great, right? Acting and uh, all. I was going to say that uh, I was a bit skeptical at first during the first episode when we saw that most of the cast was Melayu. But some of these, the Melayu actors are playing. But I knew them. Chinese characters. Like Julie, Julie Mokta. Is that her name? Oh Julie yeah. Mokta? Dina Mokta. Dina Mokta. There you go. So Dina Mokta is playing Madam Wong, right? And Azar Rani is playing Tauke and things like that. And I was a bit, a but bit cannot, skeptical. But we cannot assume though. What if they are like me and you? We were mixed. I know, I know. Ah. I, yeah, okay, great. But ah. uh, when you watch their characters, right? They really... Embody lah. Embody lah. They you don't see that they're acting at all, which is the way act, you know acting yeah. should be. And it feels, Lanchao, they all feels so real, and they all individually bring so much lah to this series. Look seriously, I think this is definitely one of the best like local mm. series that we've seen this mm. year. But uh, the, the sorry mandatory and aerials of real. <laughs> The, the, but the second half did uh, raise some questions with me lah, uh, mm. in a sense that um, it kind of simplifies the because because it shows the first half right when you watch it you could really feel like hey the gangsters could probably gangsters in KL probably lives like this 
the life could, their life could probably be like this, you know, you, you get sucked in, you feel like you're so real. But then as the second half progresses, you also, I don't know, I felt like realness or reality should also be portrayed in the other side. Where are all the police? Where are the authorities? Where is the rest of Malaysia? You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, I'm not trying to say that everybody it needs to be inclusive. Not mm. inclusive, but even Botak Chin had run-ins with the police. Yeah. You know, even the big gangsters like Bentong Kali also had run-ins with the police. But they did you have know? Madam Wong who has and friends on yeah. the other side. And that's the thing, it was, so, <laughs> it was covered up so simplistically. It's so like dismissive. Yeah, it's like Madam My Wong, friends on the other side have taken care of after it. After a gigantic Bye. fight where hundreds of people get killed, she just said, I have friends on the other side, no, all, taken care. Ah, other side. all taken care of already. <laughs> that's simple, man. Um, and then you've got this Nabila Huda, what's the name? The character? Shamin. Shamin, who is the uh, anak angkat of a police chief, right? Nobody's investigating. Nobody's the investigating. Police chief, yeah, police chief died. No, died in, Shot her, in house, her house. You know? No investigation. Yeah. Eh? You know, and, and, like, and she's yeah. trying to have that conflict between goodness and evilness and badness and gangs- gangsterness. <laughs> and badness. Right? Yeah, goodness <laughs> and gangsterness. But they don't show that conflict. So uh, that one yeah. was a little bit problematic for me, lah, because they they kind of like just glosses gloss over it and made it a bit simplistic, lah. I don't know. You I know? feel like they memang wanted to focus on the KL gangster underworld thing mm. and uh, it was already so many things happening you know because you involve so many different gangster groups you involve there were a lot of different parties lah I feel like the police even if they had added the element in it wouldn't have been enough then, then minimise it yeah you know what I mean? it would have been very brief and, and I think then I would have had a problem with them just glossing over law enforcement then either know? increase the number of episodes or reduce the number of gangsters. No, or yeah, I think yeah. what what would have yeah. made it more balanced it would be if they had increased, decreased the number of gangsters and had a key police character. Hmm. Like like you remember like chasing the dragon, it was like a detective, and then yeah, so that you have that sort of um, that yeah. element lah to yep. sort of contribute to to the wholeness of hmm. it all. Uh, they didn't do that, so it was. If you had brought it in in the second half of the episodes, I felt it might have been too late. You know, yeah. uh, there was really nobody monitoring them. There was nobody policing them. There was nobody that was like on their tail or inside. They like, never worried to, about anything else. Trying yeah. to, yeah, they had no inside man in the police or whatever that was featured. So a running with the police during like a triad war would have been too little, too late. I felt and very like. It would have been very messily done. Mm. There was no way you could have done that, you know, organic sort of flow, mm. without building it up first. So, for me, the first three episodes felt like a build up. The second, the last four episodes felt like things were really, really shit was really going down lah, Which was also the same case for mandatory, but um, the pacing for this is much much better than mandatory's first three episodes. Yeah. And the last uh, three episodes also. Um, the setup and everything was much nicer. I'm making comparisons because these are the only two like local series that we've seen. You see, um, mandatory in its own right is is a great series, but this one I feel is more would be more appealing to the masses because mandatory towards the end, remember, was getting a little bit indie, very art. Mm. Uh, and even the resolution for mandatory also was not like this. This one is still much cleaner. Uh, even though they've set up for another season. It's still a much cleaner resolution to a whole series lah. So I felt like it was very tight. It was very well done. Yep. Yes. Uh, I like it very much. Yeah, it was. I like Bito Kushari very much also. I like everyone in this very much. But Bito Kushari crying has a special place in my heart now. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, but um, 
I actually expected these actors to perform well because I've seen them act in, in those alternative films, you know. Yeah. And it was uh, they've always been great actors, lah. But they are they, they they've always been leading men. All mm. the, all the actors, right? Like Zahiri, they've all been leading men yeah. in alternative films. Yeah. You know, and now I I don't know. I kind of hope that this brings them into the mainstream, ah. Uh, it's not so much just the acting, don't you think? I feel like everything about it is yeah, it's very tight, lah. Writing it was great. It feels like a very very tight, very well thought out, very well executed show. Uh, not just acting wise, but like he says, like writing is also great story wise. Even the direction of it is is actually quite, quite great. And there are these the attention to detail in it to bring out more elements of the characters, like the Walkman. Pay attention to the Walkman. Also brings out new different elements to the characters that are very subtle and unsaid, you know. And I like that kind of detail, lah. Yeah. So it feels overall like a very very tight series. Definitely one of the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, li- I like how they also uh, pit ethics and morals into it because <laughs> they're basically <laughs> bad people, but they believe they're doing good things. And somehow it's or rather, it's all about try, family. Yeah, somehow or rather, they try to also uphold their family. Good morals, even you must though always, by yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> it's always about your family. Uh, very like yeah, very ohana ohana like that one. Mm-hmm. Can kill people, but cannot let your field get taken over and made into a disco. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is I'm not. That's not yeah. a. That's not. That's not a criticism of the film, but it's the conflict of the characters, which is conflict of the issues in the show, which is kind of nice, Yeah. Okay, so go watch it. Please uh, watch it. Yep. On iFlix. Yeah. Oh, uh, I want to reply to a comment that was given in the our YouTube channel, which uh, talked about how we should let people watch the show only on iFlix and not uh, and, and and clamp down on those who are pirating it and putting it on YouTube and things so like that. La. No, no, comments. Oh. Yeah, because, uh, look, on YouTube, it is so easy to flag something as copyright, like, you know, copyright infringement. All you have to do is alert uh, YouTube. You don't even have to give proof. Straight away, the party that, that, copy, uh, that, that pirated gets flagged straight away, right? Think about it. Almost every episode of KL Gangster Underworld is available on YouTube. Freely, it will appear on your timeline if you have searched for it. Yeah, it is. And look, the only person that, the only people that can flag it are the copyright owners. Uh, the public cannot flag, flag it. Flag it then. So, look, it's everywhere. Copyright owners know it because the statements have come out in newspapers, mm. but they're not flagging it. Why? <laughs> but anyway, watch it. It's a great idea by I- iFlix. Right? I don't watch it on iFlix. Uh, it's a great idea uh, by iFlix to create awareness about iFlix. Right? Uh, uh, watch it. Yeah, what would you say? Watch it, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. So Definitely if, watch it. If you have anything that you want to say about this show, if you have watched it and you've got things to add, or, or you don't agree with us and you think it's lousy, please comment, right? Send us emails at fatbidian at gmail.com, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, so follow us on all our social media platforms. Subscribe to this channel. Follow us on all our social media platforms at fatbidian. Or go to fatbidian.com to get everything you've been watching and listening to the Fatbidian Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. Nah, I'm Michelle Ibustawan. And we've, we've been really enjoying the show. <laughs> right? Just watch it on iClick. We sound, we sound like fanboys. Or fangirls. <laughs> I love you, Bino Kushari. <laughs>